Yo, 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 welcome back to the Further Your Lifestyle podcast, conversations on lifestyle, passions, and hustles. My name's Chris Fellong. I am your host, and I'm super excited to be back here having the conversation with you. Episode 58, and before we jump into it, I just want to I just want to call out, if you've been enjoying these episodes, if you've been listening for a while, if you've been enjoying the podcast, then please consider leaving a review, jumping on over to Spotify or over to Apple Podcasts, and you can jump over there. And you can leave a review or maybe you could share it with a friend or someone that you believe that these episodes or this podcast would resonate with. If you could do that, that would mean the absolute world to me and I appreciate in advance. So today I want to chat to you about some of the, um, I guess it's what I'm calling the hard truths. And over the last few weeks, I have been diving down into reflecting and things that we need to be doing to be thinking differently and challenging our thinking and how to level up. And we've been touching on a lot of that, especially the 90 day reflect. And with this, there's always a lot of things that cross over and a lot of the same things that I talk about, but that's because it's relevant. As you continue to move forward and trying to further your lifestyle or further your life, we need to face some of these hard truths. And that's what I want to dive into today. It's interesting because I think the sooner we realize these, the sooner we can actually move forward with some ease into our lives. I'm not saying it will be easy. It will just make it a little easier. And I will also say that Some of these will be easier to understand and comprehend when we have experience behind them. And, you know, that's with hindsight. And as we progress through life, we start to realize why things were so important to go through because we can't appreciate the growth that we've come through until we've actually achieved that growth. It's a bit of a catch-22 because you need the experience, you need to go through it to understand it. But, you know, we also need to be able to accept some of these hard truths, but sometimes you need to do one to get the other. You get what I'm saying. But what I will do is try and do my best to help you see, I guess, my own insight and so that you can benefit from this and I guess take the value from this so you don't have to go through, I guess, any time wasting or figuring out these things in advance. But you can hear it here today and hopefully it will trigger something and hopefully it'll help you think a little differently and maybe it will challenge your ways about some of these hard truths. Now, the hard truths for this are in no particular order. It's basically things that have kind of been on my mind and things that have been resonating with me and I believe that will make sense and be relevant for anyone that's listening. That's you. And of course, they've been relevant to my own journey, to my own lessons and things that I guess I've experienced over the last year or over the last, you know, five, six, seven, ten years even, probably even longer. But I guess they've become more of a realization in the later of the last year. I will say the sooner that you can identify with these the sooner you can further your lifestyle, the sooner that you can move forward. And I'm not saying that you can just do it overnight. You can't just, you know, click a finger and it all makes sense. I think the more we start to put these things into our mind, into our headspace to help us understand how to deal with them or making sure that we acknowledge that these things do need to be addressed, it just it just makes it a little easier because eventually you will click and it'll all just make so much more sense. Also, these do come from ideas around asking yourself some of the big questions. Self-reflection, which I've actually been touching on, as I mentioned before, over the last couple of weeks, we've been talking about this kind of thing. And I think it's super important that I continue to address this because the sooner you're able to understand that by going through the process of having some time to self-reflect and reflecting back on progress, growth, and things that are working and things that aren't, you can just move forward so much quicker. And I might, it might sound like that I'm beating around the bush or going around in circles in in trying to re-emphasize this, but it is super important. And that's why I'm trying to re-emphasize it and make sure you understand why I'm very passionate about it or why I think it's very important that we do try and understand these things. I guess they really come down to around some of those key words or key quotes or key things that people are always throwing out is, 
you know, if I could go back, what would I do differently? But also, you know, what do I know now that I wish I knew earlier? And that's why I'm trying to have these conversations, because if you can get ahead earlier and don't have to go through so much to learn it all, you will have to go through things to learn and get the experience, and then it's going to make it so much easier. All right, let's just dive in. Let's let's stop mucking around. Let's dive into it. Number one is balance. Now, balance comes in all different forms, and I think we all have different areas in our life where we know we need better balance. But, you know, this is one that I've always struggled with, and it's changed over the years of what that looks like and, you know, the different things that are requiring more or less balance. I will say, I believe I'm much better with this in the later year, in the in, in you know, over the last one to two years, I feel like I've gotten better at balancing, you know, things compared to what I was doing one to two years ago. The big key point about balance is it brings the ability to avoid burnout. And, you know, sometimes when we think of balance, naturally we think about uh, work, nine to five and your work-life balance, which is true, which is true. But I think if we actually just take a step back, what are some of the things that are even more important than that, which come into that work-life balance as well? But I think it is balancing, you know, a good, healthy sleep r- routine, such as eight hours of sleep each night, you know, eating healthy or staying in a healthy routine as well, you know, making sure you're feeding your body with the right nutrients. And I'm not here to say that you have to do this, have to do that, and you need to change what you're eating. What I'm saying is to be mindful of it and having that balance. It's a balance, right? Keeping fit or I guess managing your mental headspace and your physical ability and just your ability to show up and be ready to rock and roll and just like get things done. And I think that comes down to motivation. Having that balance is going to enable you to want to spur on and be able to push on and, you know, whether it's in your passions, whether it's in your creative field, whether it's in work or whether it's with friends, family relationships and so on and so forth. At the same time, I think it's also important that we really do ask ourselves around how are we balancing our happiness, you know, versus, you know, our hustles and the grind of pursuing success and these ideas around what success looks like. Because a lot of the time we have these ideas of what success looks like and we think those things are going to make us happy, which they will. But by the time you get there, you realize you're not and you're already chasing the next thing. So making sure you are slowing down and smelling the roses along the way and having some fun and enjoying it and being happy making sure you smile in that journey, right? And I think that's a super key thing is finding that balance. It's easier said than done. The next one is around, you know, like work, you know, it, work is draining. We, we get that. And some of us, we, we love our jobs. Some of us, we have that love hate relationship with our jobs. Usually when you do love and you're passionate about your job or whatever you're working on or doing, we, we, we tend to we can tend to get quite addicted to it. You know, it's just easier to bury ourselves into that or we're always on because we're wanting to grow it. We're wanting to pursue forward and grow it into something that we're even more proud of. I know this because I do it myself. And I think, you know, being able to then balance that whole conversation around not feeling bad about taking some time off, whether it's reading, doing some self-development, playing some video games, taking a night off, you know, whatever it may be, this, this is really, really hard. And like, that's why it's a conversation. It's a hard truth that needs to be addressed. And I get it as I love the work that I do, whether it's with this podcast, whether it's with my YouTube, with my reselling business. And I'm always having my mind in the game. I'm always thinking about the week next and how am I going to level up? How do I get to this point? And I've got, you know, steps and milestones that I want to be at and things to help me keep progressing. And sometimes that takes over. And I've been trying to do more and more things through the week so I can have more and more time off in the weekend. But that starts to sound like the usual nine to five, right? Which which it is. And I'm not saying you can't be doing that. 
What I'm saying is you need to have the balance and you need to be willing to have that conversation and be receptive to actually being able to give yourself a break, give yourself some time. It's a fine balance. I think that it really comes down to in order to grow, we need to grow through slowing down and being willing to step back and take some rest too. I think that that's that's the balance there. That is the key. The hard truth number two is planning. And I don't want to be sitting here saying that you have to plan out your entire life. That's not what you have to do. You don't have to have it planned out. What I'm trying to say is that plans will fail. Things won't go as planned. Things won't be as we expect it. But I think having some level of North Star, and I have done an entire episode on this talking about, you know, what is your vision statement? What is your North Star? Where is your end game? What is your end game? I think it's important to have these things in mind of knowing where you're wanting to head to. If you've got some level of a high level plan of where you're trying to work towards, that's going to enable you to stay true to yourself. You can check yourself and make sure you're getting yourself back up on the path if you're starting to drift off. And I think it's important, if you haven't listened to that episode, you can go check it out. And with all this though, like let, let's let's break it down a little bit more. I think the importance of having some level of an end game or vision statement or, you know, where you want to be heading, aka a North Star, is when you don't have a when you don't have a plan or a backup plan, or just something to kind of keep you rooted. I guess one day you're going to wake up and things just aren't happening. And you're going to be like, where do I go next? What do I do next? How do I pivot? How do I adjust? Because you've got nothing to pivot towards. Like I said, you don't have to have it all figured out, but having something that you're working towards like a purpose or something that you're passionate about, that's going to keep you rooted. And it's going to be something that you can kind of use as a dartboard to say that, is this what I'm doing going to get me closer to where I want to be in? One year, two years, five years, 10 years, 20 years. I'm not trying to overwhelm you with, you know, long, long periods in advance, but that, that kind of mindset is, is going to help you. About two to four years ago, um, it was probably actually when I ran around when I turned 27, to be honest, I had set some really big goals, some ambitions and things that I wanted to achieve by this date. And some of it I had achieved. I kicked butt, you know, I was really, really good. And some of it I missed big time. And when I got to that point, I guess I had all these expectations, all these things that I wanted to do, but I hadn't really thought past that. I just figured it would all make sense and figure out. But I, I, I got there and I was really confused of, okay, now what? What do I do? And, you know, I had what I wanted and I had missed things and I, you know, worked through that and got over it. But it took me a good, like, six months to start to figure out, get myself into a groove and, I guess, get me back onto a path towards my next direction, which eventually unfolded and, and led me to where I am today and taking a chance on myself, stepping away from the nine to five and pursuing these passions, dreams and goals. But I, I, I think it, it really did. It took me kind of that time. And that's okay. If you need to take the time to figure that out, do that. That's why you know we had the balance before as well. But it's important because then you start to realize, okay, we go into life or we're told that you need to go do X, Y, and Z, leave school, go get a job, you know, get a career, go get married, have kids, start a family, buy a house. Some people love that. And, you know, there was a lot of ambition there that I wanted to do that too. But then I started to step away and, you know, stop focusing on the money and the chase and the thrill of trying to get promoted and realize, well, there's more things that I want. And if I want those, I have to be able to test those waters. I have to play that out. And that's the North Star. That's where I want to be in five, 10 years is working for myself, is having my own thing. And that's where I needed to start to ask, is this going to get me closer to that? And that's why having somewhat of a plan, short term, long term in between is going to help you grow and get to where you want to be. And it's a hard truth that we have to swallow. 
Number three is time. Um, <laughs> and I don't want to be like a, a Debbie Downer here and, and make it sound like, you know, we're all going to die, but time, it, it goes quick, right? And I, I love the whole past, present and future perspectives around all this because sometimes we don't realize it all until we get to, you know, later in life. And then we have hindsight and think, oh, I wish I had done this. But, you know, I guess in the present right now, we're always thinking or reflecting on the past and thinking about the good times, the things that we didn't do, or the regrets, or the the could haves, the should haves, or would haves, etc., etc., etc. You know, I'm laughing about it because there's so many things I do think about all the time. Uh, but at the same time, all in the hindsight, in the present as well, comes into play, and we think about you know, how we could have done so much better or what if we had invested in this or how things could have been different over those 5, 10, 15, 20 years or longer, you know, depending on how old you are. But it's also interesting because on the contrary, we we sit here now in the present thinking about, as I've just said, planning into the future. Where do we want to be? And it all really comes down to the gap. And that gap is taking action or not taking action. That's the difference is you know, in the past, we had all these ideas, we get to here now, and we think, oh, I should have done this. And we didn't take the action. And if we don't do that now, we're in the same stepping point, or I guess turning point, where we're thinking about the future, and we think, oh, I want to have all this, or I want to do that. But if we don't take action, you're not going to get there, right? And time will just go quickly, because by the time we get to the now point, which will be, you know, another 5, 10, 20 years, whatever, we'll be looking back and thinking, well, it went so quick, I should have done it. And, you know, there's so many sayings around all this, you know, such as the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago, or the best time to invest was 20 years ago, or the next best time is today, because you're not going to get the fruits. You're not going to get the rewards for another 20 years or 10 years. The point is, you're going to be going through time regardless. So you're better off having something that's working some momentum while you're doing that. We, we need to be able to, I guess, respect the lessons within these time periods, um, understand those learnings and understand that, you know, there is going to be ups and downs as well. And that you had to go through all those ups and downs in order to get where, where you are today. And we're probably going to have to go through more of those to get to where we want to be as well. But we can't appreciate that until we've experienced it either. So it's a bit of a catch 22, kind of like what I alluded to at the start of this episode. But at the same time, and this is, this is why it's hard because <laughs> There's so much to figure out. Um, We also have to remember to slow down, right? And try new things and keep it fresh during this time. Because if we don't have fun and coming back to that happiness part that I mentioned before, then we will, we will regret it. And this is another hard truth. Number four, the next hard truth is headspace. And, you know, I, I think... Life is is big and it's it's full of so many so many different things and many big things. And I guess when we look at it, there's the external side of things, which is the stuff that's happening outside of us, in you know, in the world, outside of our control, and things that don't really touch us, but just the macro environment, I guess. And then you've got the internal space, which is the things that are happening with you, things that are happening in your world, in your domain, and the things that are also in your head, you know, your voices and the things that you're always thinking about. That's the internal side of things. So there's a lot going on. There's a lot also, you know, happening all the time outside there. And then there's all the stuff happening in your own little bubble. It is hard to hear this and it's hard to do it, but we need to spend less time in our heads because we get so worked up. We get so frustrated with things, whether it's the doubt, whether it's the questioning of our own values. And I'm talking to myself here. Um, the thinking or the lack of thinking that we can or cannot do it. Um, all that fluff, you know, it just, it just 
There's so many smoke and mirrors and we get so confused and we overthink things so much. We need to get out of there. We need to break away from that mentality. And when this arises, I think the best thing that we can do, the best thing you can do to get past this is chat with someone else. You know, someone that's either a few steps ahead of you or someone that you can trust, someone that you can lean on or someone that you can resonate with that you know is going to be in the same world of understanding in terms of, is it the same ecosystem? Is it the same environment? Such as, you know, if I was having struggles with leveling up in my finances, I need to be speaking to someone that's in that in that space, that knows that. Otherwise, you're not really going to get anywhere, but just I'm an ass. These will be key. And I think also breaking through that mindset, when you do that by having these conversations, breaking through that and your headspace barriers it's, it's only going to happen if you allow it. And I think chatting with someone else, it helps break that down a lot quicker. So you just need to get out of your head. Number five is we, we don't know what we don't know. And AKA, you know, how we think is what we get, you know? So number five, it's the hard truth around, you know, how we think. We don't know what we don't know. And we need to be willing to get uncomfortable. We need to be willing to go in with an open mind. We need to be willing to challenge our own thinking. We need to be willing to let others, you know, challenge our own thinking. And we we can't just be a sheep and accept everything that we think we know, because that's not always going to be the right answer. It might be the right answer, but I'm saying if we're not open to hearing other things, we're going to be closed off. We're going to be narrow-minded, single-minded, and it's going to be very hard to grow and learn and change. And even accept new things. Once again, it comes back to it's, it's, it's a balance and it's a challenge at the same time. But there is a great quote and I'll read it out actually. Haruki Marakami. If you only read the books that everyone else is reading, you can only think what everyone else is thinking, right? And it also goes along the same saying around what you put in is what you'll put out. You know, if you don't feed your mind, then your thoughts and your ability is, is, it's going to struggle to be able to learn new things, right? Because it's going to be stuck with what it's known. And if you're putting in the same stuff, that's the same stuff you're going to be spitting out. And we need to we need to be willing to challenge our mindsets, our headspace, our thoughts, our thinking with new challenges, with new things. And if you don't, then you're not going to change and it will always be the same. If you do not open your mind and I guess think start to think outside of your comfort zone, your comfort zone will be small forever. You know, at the start, your comfort zone would have been really big. Because that's all you knew. But then, you know, five years later, if you're doing exactly the same thing and you haven't grown, you haven't changed, your your comfort zone is actually really, really small. And yes, I want you to be comfortable, but I want you to be comfortable in becoming a better version of yourself. And I think that's the scary part is this is hard, but this is what I'm talking about. It's a hard truth. And it's something that we need to really consider and really consider thinking about of how we can do it. And why we should do it, because you will become a bigger and better person. Not the best person in the world, but just the best version of yourself. Number six, and this is this is a fun topic, and, and it's it's once again, it's another hard one to kind of accept and understand is is money. And it doesn't grow on trees. Da-da, I think we all know that. But no, it doesn't. It doesn't grow on trees and it doesn't have to be complicated. I think, you know, money can bring a lot of stress, it can bring a lot of negativity, but it can also bring a lot of positivity. And, you know, money can't buy, I guess it can't buy happiness, but it can enable you to have a lot of options. It gives you the ability to make decisions. And when it comes to money, I I think there's some just basic things that we all need to really make sure we understand. And some of this might be very obvious to some of you, and some of it won't be. And that's why I'm going to read it out. And you need to have a budget. 
You need to have your financials in order. You need to educate yourself. You need to understand it. You know, you don't get taught this stuff at school. Spend some time to understand it. Find people that can teach you. And, you know, you need to be understanding of how you pay your bills. You need to be able to pay your bills. You need to learn how to save. You need to know how to have an emergency fund. You need to learn how to invest and how to grow your wealth. It's not about just doing what everyone else is doing, but actually understand it. Like educate yourself of what money can do for you. And it's not about being, you know, rich with just too much money, but it's being about wealthy and having the luxury of time, the freedom to be able to do things and not stressing about, you know, money, because unfortunately that's what controls so many things. All these things that I've just mentioned, they're all simple habits and things that I believe, you know, anyone can do it. And the point is you want to do it over a long period of time, because then when you do do it over a long period of time, small amounts of it, it doesn't cost you a lot of time. But if you're not doing it, it will cost you heaps. I've actually got a couple of um, call-outs here that I, I would encourage you to go listen to. There was an episode that I did recently around mastering your financial game, um, and that was with Paul Yo. I really, really encourage you to go check out that episode. There's some really good insight there. And a couple of other books as well. There's The Psychology of Money, Cashflow Quadrant, and Rich Dad, Poor Dad. They they are some really, really important books to go listen and understand. Look, there's there's hundreds of books in this domain. But once again, these books, I think, and there's no order. Maybe, maybe for rich dad, poor dad, then read cash flow quadrant. Um, and but the psychology of money, I think you can read at any point. It just helps you understand what we thought we knew about money and how we, you know, represent it in our minds might not actually be the best way of understanding it. So it's a great way to learn and a great way to challenge yourself to think outside the box and grow and learn. Some some of the other points I've been talking about. So that that's that's one of the hard truths. Another hard truth is money. And the final one that I want to talk about today. The final hard truth is number seven, and that's that's your circle, your friends, and the people that you surround yourself with. And th- this is going to hit hard. Um, it, it's it's. I don't want to make this personal around that you know you need to cut out people from your life, but I think one thing that we need to challenge ourselves with is the way your friends talk about others is likely how they talk about you, and what will hit you harder. And you know we have to really dig deep and be honest about this one is. Think about how you talk about your friends or people in your circle or, you know, whether it's family members and things like that. How do you talk about them to other people? Is it uplifting or is it positive or is it negative? Is what are you doing? Are you bringing them down? Because this this is where you need to give yourself a big hard look at it, right? And the big the big kicker for all this is you need to avoid all this drama. Avoid the gossip and get out of that stuff because it's not going to help you grow. If you want to grow, you need to be surrounding yourself with people that are going to be encouraging you, uplifting you, helping you grow, you know, being there as a cheerleader, not someone that doesn't know what they're talking about. People that know what they're talking about, but can actually help pull you up and not just push you along because sometimes pushing, they might be pushing you in the wrong direction. And and it comes back to, you know, what you put in is what you put out. So what you're surrounding yourself with is going to be the representation of what you're spitting back out into the world. It will define parts of you, right? It will define different percentages of you. So make sure you are bringing the right people into your circle. And there's plenty of people that talk about all this and what, how you should do it and why you should do it. But I think those who influence you in the right direction with positive uplift and things to keep you honest, those are the types of people you need in your life. And those are the ones you want to be speaking into your life and encouraging you and, you know, you're spending the most time with. Once again, that, that that's a hard truth. So that's it. Now, the big takeaway from all this, you know, and I've, I've, you know, I had to write a lot of this down because it is, it is quite deep. Um, but 
I, I think the, the big takeaway from all this is, and it's really important to actually remember as well, is because, you know, and it's, it's a hard truth. It all really does come down to this. It comes down to happiness. If you are not happy, what can you adjust? What can you do? What can you do to make a change? You know, and don't don't think about the things that we can't control because there's things that we cannot control and those things you cannot change. But focus on what can you change around the things that you can control. You know, ask yourself if you are happy in those areas. And if you're not, make a change. Do something about it, right? With those hard truths. Go back and re-listen and, and see which one resonates the most with you and see how you can put it into play. Because happiness is a, is, it's, it's a process, right? It's something that I guess... We have to work on on a daily and regular basis, you know, continuing to check in. And it's something that if you want it in your life, you have to make sure you're bringing it. You need to make sure that you're welcoming it and doing these sense checks and reality checks and looking at the hard truths to see what's not working, what is working and, you know, how how can we start to make a difference here? So there we go. That's that's the hard truths that I wanted to chat about today. I really do appreciate you all, you know, tuning in and listening. And if you've got any questions about this, if you want to continue the conversation, then please reach out. Let's chat some more. You can reach out on Instagram over um, at Further Your Lifestyle or via Twitter at Further Your Life, or you can hit me up with an email, hello at furtheryourlifestyle.com. Um, I would really appreciate it. And of course, I mentioned before, if you want to leave a review or share this with someone else, that would be greatly appreciated too. And if you're listening on the YouTube, you can leave a comment of something that resonated with you the most, something that you loved, or, you know, if you just want to share anything, that's that's fine as well. Um, really do appreciate you being part of this journey. It's been an absolute honor and, and it's been a great pleasure to be able to have these continued conversations with you. And I'm looking forward to hearing, you know, hopefully back from you of how this is helping you, you know, maybe different things that you're doing. And, you know, let, let's, like I said, let's continue the conversation. Anyway, hope you have a wonderful day. At the time of this episode, it is Easter. So I hope you've all been having a wonderful Easter. And regardless of whoever you are, wherever you are, or whatever you're doing, you have a wonderful day. Cheers. Now, if you didn't know, we do have the podcast merch, and this is with a key focus of enamel pins. Now, if you haven't checked these out, make sure you do, because the intent of these are really just to be a small token and a reminder for you to charge on, to push on, and to further your lifestyle, Uh, whether it is a gift for someone else to encourage them or maybe to inspire them, or maybe it's a way to motivate yourself, or you can simply just make a purchase to simply support the podcast, which would be greatly appreciated. We do also have some sweaters and some long tees, so make sure you check it out. Link in the description and in the show notes. Really do appreciate it. Cheers. Mm-hmm.